Hey everybody, welcome to My Dumb Friends. I'm your host, Dan St. Germain, my co-host Sean Donnelly. Hi, how are you? And today we have the very hilarious Chris Gethard. Hi. Chris Gethard. <laughs> so you did you you started out uh, doing uh, improv and storytelling and then you went and did stand-up, right? It's been like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I've been, I started going up to UCB in New York when I was 19. Coming mm-hmm. up from college, yeah. So I've just sort of done everything. It's just so amazing to me because, like, you're a great stand-up and you're obviously a great storyteller. And usually, the opposite way happened, where it's like, "Man, I'm shitty at stand-up. Let me try storytelling. Story <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a storyteller now." Yeah, mo- with most people, storytelling is just like you're just telling not funny stories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean that's what I started to pick up. I mean, I mean you realized, oh, I'm funny. I'd well, that got big in New York. What, like six years ago or so? Right, five, six yeah. years. Yeah, I think like right when I and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was I w- doing a bunch of it, and I really liked it, and it's done well for me. And like, I wrote a book based on all the stories mm-hmm. I used to tell and all that, so I can't complain. But I did start to feel like. I better like get some punchlines in here, short this <laughs> up, and get back to an environment where this is like to be funny. Like right, I'm right, interested right. in one being of the funny. funniest things I've ever heard somebody say was this uh, uh, guy. This one guy who uh, he's actually really funny, but uh, somebody said to him, he goes, "I'm like, oh yeah, he's a good stand-up." He goes, "Oh no, man, he's not a stand-up anymore." He's a performance artist. <laughs> oh he said it seriously. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, and that's usually something that happens when you, you fail a stand-up. Yeah. You're just like, I'm going to take these, light, these glow sticks and <laughs> take them to my fucking head. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put Burning Man uh, in an off-Broadway theater. Um, how, how's everybody been doing? You all right? I've been doing all right. How you been doing, Dan? I'm good. I've been on a... Every, this is what we do every show now. Cause we, yeah. We're gonna, what we're going to do... Dan's single. He's pretty newly single. Yeah. Are you single, Chris? Newly single newly as well. We were talking about this last well. time we hung out, Dan. So we talk sometimes... So every, Dan usually, because so much shit goes on to Dan because he creates these... Uh, don't, don't, don't make this <laughs> he like... Creates it. You create... I don't... You I create, create chaos. problems for yourself. Yes, I yeah. do. So there's always something to talk about every, every time we're doing these. Right. So you're newly single. You, you're on OkCupid, which you mention every time. Yeah, well, I so, met another girl. He, he, met, he met this, this girl, is, uh, not through OkCupid. I'm not going to say how I met her because I don't want to... No, no. We won't use any names right now. But anything. we've started a... Oh, this is so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> we've started a master-slave relationship. <laughs> is this true? <laughs> This is true. Who? Which one are you? He's the master. You're the master. You have a slave. You have like a sex slave. He's a, he's a sex slave. Who suggested this? I want to know everything <laughs> about this. It started off. What are you talking about? What? All right. All right. I don't want. Okay. Let's start off in the beginning. Let's all right. So this episode's off to a bang. So. Do so we have to talk about anything besides we this? No, this will probably take up a chunk of the Let's We yes. haven't had yes. sex yet. Every what? Then how do you, Okay, how does it work, then? It, it's, a, it's a phone and it's a computer. All right, let me just first right off by saying my, my fans are very loyal. Uh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, this person is a... You is mean your fan. <laughs> Wait, this, this girl knows you this through girl, your yeah, comedy. she knows my stuff. And, and she contacts you. She's like, I want to be your slave. I'll do whatever well, you say. No, they didn't start out it that way. started out right more innocently than that. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you know, we just started Facebooking and then... Uh, you know, she said my voice is very sexy, and that was your in. in it was your doorway yeah, in. Yeah, and, and you I'm gonna get if what? she contacts. I'm not gonna say the name because she's gonna kill me if this happened. But uh, and then no, I said, well, do you wanna do you wanna hear my voice? And then we started. Uh, I started dirty talking on the phone. <laughs> and that's then the uh, first, first she that's started, how it started. Yeah, that's like, like the, like the first call. sexual yeah. encounter you yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. We haven't had sex phone. yet. Well, does she doesn't live in New York then? No, she lives somewhere else. Um, but she's but she comes to New York. Right? That, that, that doesn't give anything away. Now, anyway. where's the gigantic fucking leap with that she becomes your slave? Well, because, we because start <laughs> off, like, <laughs> she, start dirty, like she starts sending me dirty texts and she starts calling me sir. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Then, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, she sends yeah. me pictures yeah. and We're stuff. We're making his day right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is I, the yeah, last yeah. thing I expected. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she sends me a lot of pictures of her uh, doing things uh, yeah, to herself. Pretty graphic pictures. But the thing is, how it's. I like that he knows the whole story. You've seen yeah, all the pictures, uh, huh? No, 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 I haven't. No, no, no. It's weird because you just reacted as if you had. No, 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 it's fine. The thing about it is, is. I, I just thought of this. This probably might not have gone this way if it wasn't a phone and computer thing. Because you have so much more freedom well, on that. Well, first we started uh, faxing dirty messages <laughs> yeah, yeah. to ourselves. First it was postcards. That didn't work very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait, wait, so when she comes to New York, do you have like a game plan? Or are you just going to be like, get down on your fucking it, knees and show well, you some know, respect? If, if, like if, that if, type if of I have thing? like a girlfriend or something or something serious, I won't do anything, but... Uh, well, yeah. that's... I don't know, yeah, she... I that? mean, it goes... It's gone from like, sir, and then all of a sudden... You, I said, I'm not sir to you, I'm master. And then she was like, (laughs) (laughs) or she said that. She called me master, and then it was just off to the race. And you embraced it. You were into that. It's changing you as a person. It's (laughs) not changing (laughs) me as a person. He has like a black hood and stuff now. It's weird. (laughs) I wear a lot of rings. He's got a scepter. It's the weirdest (laughs) thing. (laughs) But wait, wait, wait. Like, so, wait, do you live by yourself? I don't know this. I live with Murano and uh, Matt Murano and this girl, Charlotte, uh, and uh, the bad thing is my Wi-Fi was down, so I had to borrow Matt's computer because we were doing video <laughs> stuff. I was like, dude, I need this. My slave needs me. <laughs> and, and, and then he goes, oh, yeah, no problem, you're, you're man. And he's you're like, the, the, you're the most understanding master yeah, ever. Yeah, like, yeah. You're like, I'm like, she really needs me right now. My, my slave needs me. Yeah. <laughs> but now, wait, how do you feel it's going to go? Like, if, if I she think shows the way up, it seems to me, if I can say, it'll go the full route. It'll go. She's so into it, from what I hear from my friend, that... <laughs> That it will go the hundred percent. But when she gets here, but it'll be like the, the, it, that. Just left off where they. I'm like a really shitty Mickey Rourke in nine and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Even talking with you about this now, though, for like three minutes maybe, it seems to me like you're into it. But afterwards, here's how is that the problem? problem? Right afterwards, like if she's willing to do. She's willing to do anything. She doesn't want to bring other women to it. She doesn't care. Yeah. Uh, she's like totally down. It's pretty insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chris, Chris is making a cartoonish right like <laughs> who framed Roger <laughs> Rabbit face. Right I think they can feel it through the microphone, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the face yeah, I'm making. <laughs> so, yeah, she's down for whatever. And I Why haven't her, you made this happen yet, then? Well, you know, it's scheduling. It's and just scheduling, and, you, yeah. know, uh, you know, I'm a busy man. You're though. her master. Scheduling, <laughs> you tell her she works around you, man. Yeah, yeah, she would, I mean, she would come whenever. Uh, and is it still, now, this all started, like, well, a couple weeks ago. So. Here's the thing, sort of, yeah, a week ago. Uh, but it, the problem is, is that, like, when you do everything, you just get kind of, like, Bored then afterwards because we like literally talked about everything that everything. could possibly yeah, that's talk what he's about saying. So after sexually. it's done, after once, it's done, you're gonna feel so awkward, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten yeah. minutes after that, I mean, and also yeah. there's also this thing is like, what other demeaning shit can I make this person? It's like, oh baby, get on your knees and fill out my tax return. Like I have no <laughs> idea, like how I would even yeah. continue this. Yeah, and I don't know if I feel totally comfortable because then after a while you're just like I just kind of want to have like normal sex, you know? And you can't do well, that. Cause you're not, cause no, there's like, nothing. I I mean, the only where this could go right now is like shitting on her and setting her on fire. Like yeah. that's yeah. the only place that this could go from here, you know? Yeah, we've talked about everything else. Yeah, like what are you gonna do? You gonna spoon after that? Yeah, probably right, not gonna, gonna yeah. spoon after yeah, that. It may involve a spoon. You <laughs> gonna catch a movie? Yeah, we're gonna go. <laughs> You can't just go out and go to a normal date with them. Yeah, somebody yeah. you've How told you them that. Pay for, you can't pay for. We're gonna go see one. the lucky one together. <laughs> no, she you gotta make her play. She's yeah, the slave. Her You're the master. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, She's not allowed to look you in the eye. None of that. 
that's good. Yeah. yeah. I think Chris, you would be game for this. I think. I think yeah, I would be. I would want to be the slave, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not your slave in yeah, particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would love I'm that. I'm more huh? like a submissive guy. I really, yeah, I, like I see you submissive in your personality. So yeah. I would say that in the bedroom, you because me and Donnelly have talked about this. Yeah. Uh, you would be more of like the master guy. Well, I mean, I think I have both in me, but I like a strong woman. I like a woman who. So you would love it if a woman's like do. like takes you by like you would like to do the slave master thing like full. But you were the slave. I don't know yeah. if I would. I don't know. Well. I don't know if I would be like full into it, but if I was to go down that road, it would be easier to convince me. Like if a woman just came and grabbed me by the hair and was like, "Don't look me in the eye, you piece of shit," and then threw me on the you ground in the bedroom, yeah. I'd be more into that. Yeah, like I'd feel bad the doing it the other way. Shit, you might well, you know, like she, I, there, there is some stuff like, like, I, and sometimes you, like she's like, I, we had one conversation. She's like, afterwards, she texts me, goes, "You're a nasty motherfucker." And I thought she was like really pissed, and I was like. Oh, sorry. And she goes, no, no, no. I like it. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. one of the early conversations when you were getting into it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When you, you just are, you know. You're, you're right, though. After this is all done, you can't, and that's going to be it. It's going to happen once, and then it's going to go, all right, nice knowing you. And then that's Yeah, it. I don't know. I mean, well, maybe it'll be like secretary where she'd be my girlfriend afterwards, you know. Think so? No. Can <laughs> bring her home. Can bring her home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Use the turkey turkey baster on her. Oh, I don't know. Whoa, See where your mind immediately goes. <laughs> immediately, you can't bring up any any situation that's a traditional dating situation where you haven't quickly found the fucked up part of See, it. See, the thing is, is also you're into it, but you're not that. You're not that type of guy. Like, you, if it really got you, well, we go, were making fun of one of our friends for because he did the master slave thing. Oh, right. Yeah. But uh, but he did it. That was a very that was a low level one too. That wasn't that yours is probably getting farther than his. Probably, I'm getting in too deep. I feel like you know, you're getting in too deep, like almost to the point where it's turning you off. Um, That's how it seems a little bit. From, you were so psyched at first, and then now you're like, yeah, this is getting too. I'm too, I'm too in. It, I'm in the shit. It sounds like it's one of those things where when the texts are flying, you're like, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, you're psyched. And then yeah, pretty yeah. much after you. After, after, after you. Especially, too, because I don't yeah, even exactly. say, like, as soon as we're done, right. I just hang up on her. And then you're like, you know? And yeah. then she's like, oh, oh you know? And right, 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 right. But, you know, she sends you messages like, oh, all these people around me are such spineless fucks. They want to fuck me, but all I want to be is your dog. Yeah, she's like. <laughs> She's done like studying on this. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. A, brought it to a new level where she's just like, she was waiting for this to open up. I feel like you need to get this. You need to get this over with. It has quick, to be close. It has to come to a full circle. You can't let this it linger. There's, there's you can't let this linger. It will. It will. Because yeah. you're also in the window between when this starts and when you figure out how it goes. You're not going to be able to meet anybody else and think about. No. <laughs> think about it normally with well, that in the back them. of your mind. It's got to be hard to it's meet somebody be. else and be like, let's go out and get dinner. In the back of your mind, you're like. I gotta turn my phone off so I don't get texts in the middle of this from someone that's like, I want you to fucking well, you know, I kick just sand in my eyes and fuck my face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if my ex girlfriend was like, hey, let's get back together and be done with this chick. It'd be right? funny if you listed her on your phone as slave. <laughs> oh like, my God. Who's slave? Why is slave calling you? Yeah, you can't. Honey, take the ball gag out of your mouth before you leave. Can a I message. ask one question? It's just okay. a random guess. Is she from Florida? No. no. Good guess, though, right? Yes, <laughs> that sounds like a person. Yeah, from really. Florida. My ex yeah, from I would, I would Florida. That. She wasn't that freaky. Or really? Yeah. I, they strike me as a crazy breed. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are, I guess. Yeah. Floridians. You know? Yeah. My ex was. I mean, we had fun and stuff, but she wasn't like, like, oh, you know, weirdest cat of nine tails, you know, or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you've got you. This is this was the big thing that's going on. I, mean, I guess we had fun, but ever people like my normal. I guess my normal sex people are like, oh, that's crazy. My you normal guys that, sex like, people get that like uh, you know. It's like oh, you guys get because I still dirty talk with my you know 
with uh, exes that I've had, or you know, I have had like r- like crazy sex, but like I haven't. Any, this is like a new. This is like a really shitty episode of real sex. Or something, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Like, this is like a whole new level. <laughs> We're exploring uh, our boundaries. Yeah, I, I just don't know if I can. I really do think I'm going to be a different guy after this. That's what I'm saying. You're going to start dressing like, Are you ready? Like, if she shows up and she's like, punch me in the face, are you ready to do that? I don't know if see, I, I can punch somebody that's in the, the face. That's the I thing. I could slap her, but I not could, punch I her. I wouldn't be able to either. That's like. I asked Plus, too, like, here's the thing you punch a girl in the face and then they realize afterwards that they don't like it. Or they realize, like, oh, wait a minute, this isn't turning into what I thought. They could easily be like, oh, this guy just beat the fuck yeah. out of me. Yeah. If she has a black ask me eye. I choke her once, and I said, no way, no way. Really? Yeah, and, oh, and, and she was a black girl. with that choking. No, and she was. No, and part of the reason, and I don't care how it sounds, she was a black girl. And you know how bad that is for a white guy choking a black yeah, girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you just said the same. You said the same thing. If she tur- in the middle of that, she well, just was a black girl. Then the cops wouldn't have believed. This is the NYPD. Jesus Christ! I'm down with the choking. I'm down with the getting choked. <laughs> I'm down you. with all that. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even think that, that that's that. Not you that are, weird. You were sweating like the guy from the Dangerous Minds music video. Right it's now. really hot in here. Also, is this room at like a downward slope? There might be. I yeah, like I usually like sit there. Fall backwards. Yeah. We're buried on an improv burial ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really bad improv. We're buried under. It's here. just Indians doing improv. But yeah, so that's what's going on with me. And you know what? Uh, the thing is, I you know I really want a sweet girl. You know, <laughs> I, I no, do. And you do. You like you. It's, it's okay. After all this again. talk, you are a romantic guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. have you done? Because I, I feel like you and I are. I feel like the more you we and I get to know each yeah, other, we have similar with like some of the like drinking stuff and like I have a big attitude. Side and I feel like sexually, don't do you feel like there's any danger there? I Not definitely to make it think all I have sex tendencies, but yeah. I haven't gotten to the point because I know a guy guys who go to the SLA meetings, and I mean they like mortgage their homes on buying fucking Village Voice hookers and shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I haven't gotten to that point. But yeah. do you feel like there's any part of you that's like, are you gonna like if you do something like this that that leaves a little scar? Like when it's time to go find a nice girl and settle down, is there a part of you that's like, no, I want to sh- put a fucking Badminton shuttlecock in the girl's asshole. Like, it does not, not put a scar on you. You sure? <laughs> yeah, I am. Marcus says this while he's <laughs> licking a knife right now. <laughs> I am one thousand percent sure. I think that you. I, I think the key is you. I don't think you get that far. I don't. You know, I don't think so. Because you know, again, before, I mean, ultimately, like the thing that's gonna, you know, I mean, the thing that really keeps you sexually invested in someone is, is an emotional connection like ultimately no. you know maybe not even that but just the fact like oh I'm really attracted to this girl there's other things about that's what keeps the sex good you know and I mean the times that my like my, my relationship with the sex was bad it was all because of me and because of my drink and it wasn't because of you know like you know, I don't want to get into it but uh, you know, so like when it's just sex I mean it, it can only go for so long it really can I think yeah, yeah. I don't think this this obviously won't last too long this will, yeah. this will maybe happen a couple times. Or th- the reason this is a really dumb thing because, like, what? Ha- I mean, do you think she's gonna come after me if, like, when I end this? Like, well, how, no. Because how do you not. end that? Because I was thinking of like, I had like a freed the slave speech that I was trying to prepare. Oh, that's you know, awesome! Like, like you emancipate her. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna emancipate her. Yeah. You don't even have to break yeah, up with I'm this gonna, girl. You just yeah, have to I emancipate just free her. You're a Lincoln. Yeah, I'm like Lincoln with my sexual slave. <laughs> And oh, I, yeah, I'm just amazing. gonna like, I, like she'll have a two thirds of the vote counted, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that that's Wait, how we'll break up. Be like, I'm like, listen, slave, I'm releasing you to go on to sexual conquests. Yeah. It'll be like a beautiful moment. You're, You're like four person. score and seven years ago. We sent yeah. thirty texts. <laughs> we sent thirty texts. <laughs> Oh my God! Wait, so you have the thing in your head of what you're gonna say to like kind of get out of it? You mean like uh, the emancipator? 
<laughs> young Negro we'll sister. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Jesus. No, I mean, I was Will it be at like, a podium? Will it be at a It'll be at a podium. Uh, oh, my God. The, yeah. So, no, I don't. I haven't. Well, Chris, what should I say to her? To you think I like, emancipate? Like, what would your emancipation speech be? Because maybe if you did ignore her, then it would just like, she would just go crazy. Yeah. What do you think? I feel like you got to almost figure out how to make it a compliment. Like, what if it's an order from her master? What if it's like, you We're need done. to go, like, you my order, last order you to see. You've, you've learned everything you can from I've me. I've taught you well. Go spread it. Go spread it <laughs> yeah. to all these other weak, cowardly men. <laughs> yeah. Show them. It just turns into, like, the plot of a role-playing game. Yeah, yeah. It's like the, it's like Kill Bill <laughs> yeah. 2. The whole <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Roll for dexterity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that that's fun. Well, Chris, you have, like, some of the best dumbass stories that I've heard. Uh, oh, thanks. And uh, I'd love to hear some. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Do it, slave. <laughs> Tell me your stories. It was me the whole time. Faster. It was me the yeah, whole time. Yeah, it was time. Chris the whole time. It's like a real usual suspects Kaiser Sose moment. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I have a whole, I wrote, I wrote a book of dumb stories. Yeah. I wrote a book. Oh, with did the whole, you? Yeah. What was whole, it called? A bad idea I'm about to do is all about how I just know there's stuff that I know is not a good idea, and I do. I can tell you stuff from there, stuff from not there. Yeah, well, no, whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've got a plethora, so, you know, play the obscure stuff, I mean, play the hits, whatever. Yeah, probably the dumbest one, and this is one that I talk about in the book. That I, I, I always say when people ask me, like, what the straight-up just dumbest thing I've ever done was, it was when I was at Rutgers. I was, um, I must have been a sophomore, junior in college. I forget exactly which right now off the top of my head, but I was living this life where, like, I was taking a full load of college courses, 15 credits, did all that from Monday to Wednesday, and then worked full-time at this magazine Thursday to Friday in North Jersey. It's like a 45-minute commute. And then on top of all that, I had already started up at UCB, so I was taking classes or doing shows like three, four, five nights a week on top of it. It was just this schedule that, like, you think about it mathematically, doesn't work. There was no time for sleep, for anything. So I was just like a zombie all the time. And when I went to work at that magazine... I used to always drive up from Rutgers the night before and sleep at my parents' house to like get like literally 20 extra minutes of sleep in the morning. <laughs> like that's how I was building my schedule. Right. And there was one I used to fly. I mean, I would just like gun it from Rutgers up to my parents' house just as fast as I could get there. And uh, to make it even stupider, I also like I think most states have a system where like if you get a speeding ticket, you get points, and if you get enough points, you lose your license. And at right. that time at least, I think it was 13. If you got 13 points in Jersey, you lost your license, and I had 12. I was like such a crazy driver. I would get in accidents all the time, mm-hmm. speed all the time. So I was just like on high alert. Like if I got any other points, I'd lose my license, which made it that much dumber that I would just like go as fast as I could up north every Wednesday night. And one night I was on Route 287 in uh, it's like Central Jersey, flying, and I just it was the only car on the road. And then just from the median, I saw the headlights come on, like pointing out at the highway, like sit and it, it, who, that's only a cop. You know what yeah. I mean? That, yeah, yeah. It, the only person sitting in the middle of Iowa is a cop. And I had this moment where I was like, that's a cop. He turned his lights on because of me. And just in my head, I was just like, fuck it, and just hit it harder. <laughs> I, I had already been going like 80. You were in a movie. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'd already been going like 80 in a 65. You were Ryan Gosling in Drive. It was bad, man. It was so stupid. And then I saw him pull out, and I had already been going 80. I picked it up. I was going like 85, pushing 90. And he pulled out into the highway, and I put a decent amount of distance in between us between now and then. Holy and he started shit. driving, like, trying to catch up with me, clearly, but he didn't put the sirens on. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, well, you're good. No sirens. I was like, no sirens. And that, that, that's He's, true, though. Good. Isn't that true? Yeah. I guess on some level. Yeah. But, he, I mean, he was coming after me. And the magazine I worked at was about New Jersey. So I used to drive around You worked state. at Weird New Jersey, Yeah, Weird right? New Jersey. It's this so magazine cool, about that's haunted places. Oh, I love yeah, that. I used to get that all the time. It was such a good job. But because of that, we used to drive all over 
the state, so I knew the place like the back of my hand. So it's like, like a Bruce Springsteen music video. Right? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It, I basically told myself, I'm like, I know, I knew the next exit. Like, if I can get to that next exit, I know that neighborhood. And if he doesn't turn, the, if he turns on the sirens, I'll pull You're over. Gone, yeah. If not, I'm getting off that exit. So, 90 miles an hour up the highway, he never turned on the lights. And I got to the exit, and it was one of these big. It was one of these ones where like you come off and you go on like a big horseshoe off. Yeah, the jug e- handle, right? Yeah, like yeah. a big jug handle. Yeah, yeah. And I got to the end of the jug handle and saw him get to the beginning of it just as I got there. And again, I was like, I mean, he's after. In my head, I'm like, he's after you. Again, I was just like, whatever, hit it, like no took off. Yeah, it was this really, really rich area of Central Jersey, and um, took off. Just started driving like way down by these mansions, just making random turns, hoping I could lose them. And there's all this adrenaline, and then I hit this cul-de-sac, and there was just a mansion on either side of me. And I went to the end of the cul-de-sac turned off all the lights in my car and balled myself up, like got down <laughs> low and down by the pedals so no one could see me. And I was like, all right, my car is black. Like he, maybe he won't see me. Maybe he won't find me. This and that, like all these racing thoughts. Cause I do have like a real manic, like I got the manic depression thing and like the manic just kicked in. And, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I, I like started peeking out the window and I'm like, well, there's woods there. Like if he shows up, I can run through there and blah, 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 and this and that. And then after like 30 seconds of that, I was like, what did I just do? Like, what did I just do? Like, <laughs> I just broke more laws in like 10 minutes than I had in the rest of my life combined. I'm sitting there. It's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then I'm looking around and like, these are like mansions and I have like this real shitty car. I'm like, yeah. even if he doesn't find me, they're going to call the cops anyway. Like, what am I outside. doing? Yeah. Like some guy just like rolled up into their neighborhood and is hiding in his car. <laughs> like, what am I doing? So I sat there for a few minutes. I felt like I was like, going to shit my pants. Eventually I was just like, I got to just try to get out of here. Like, just got to try to get back to the highway. So I started going out and just making random turns. Like in my mind, I was just like. You were getting away from. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I was. It was almost like I was like trying yeah, to. Has he seen your it. license plate at this point? I don't think so. I don't think he saw my license plate, but he saw the car for sure. Mm-hmm. But I was like trying to just like almost like make random turns, like like a Pac-Man board in my mind. Like right, he's right, going. Right, right, th- right. He's probably <laughs> yeah, going yeah. this way logically. So I'll just do all this illogical <laughs> shit. So I spent all this time going through the back roads of this neighborhood, and then he was just sitting waiting by the highway entrance. And he pulled me over and uh, just so immediately. He knew, like, that wh- he knew. He was way was smarter that? than I was. Yeah, he just yeah. was waiting back at the highway. He knew I was wow. coming back for it. And he uh, he put on like every fucking spotlight you can on a cop car. Like he had one aimed into my rear view, one aimed into my side view. Like I couldn't look anywhere without being blinded. And I was just sitting there. And he walks up. He's, uh, <laughs> he, he, go, he asks, he, he's like, uh, license registration now, like mad. And I've like dealt with enough, I had been pulled over so many times at that point that I was like, I just wanted to be like completely subservient. Just like, I was like, yeah, of course, sir. And I just want to say I'm so sorry. Like started immediately trying to apologize. And he's like, license registration now. Like didn't like, want me to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get my license out of my wallet and then I go to get my insurance and my registration and they were just straight up not there (laughs) to this day I have no idea where they went they just weren't in the glove and I just turned around with my license I'm like "Uh, sir here's my license it's like you're not gonna believe this I can't find my registration my shirts and he said not in in a way where he's genuine he goes are you kidding like he really did he was like are you kidding like (laughs) like, he was like being sarcastic not being sarcastic not being condescending he was just like baffled and he looks at my license he's like where are you trying to go tonight I was like, I'm headed home. And he looks at my license. He's like, oh, so you're going uh, to Fairfield. That's the town my parents live in now. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, well, this exit isn't on the way to Fairfield. So I'm assuming the only reason you got off at this exit is because you were evading arrest. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's correct. So you just agreed right away. Yeah, just right away. I was like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. 
and he 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 just straight up. Oh, he also before he even said that he uh, my last name. He goes Mr. Get Hard. Like he kept calling me Get Hard, which my last name spells out, <laughs> which would d- be your uh, speed racing name. <laughs> yeah, it would be. But phonetically, that's like how my. Uh, but I didn't have. The, I was like not going to correct him or anything, you know. Yeah, yeah, Mister Get Hard. Want, yeah, yeah. You're evading arrest. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. And he went to walk away, and I was just like, uh, I leaned out the window. I was like, sir, and he's like, yeah, what? And I'm like, just want you to know, like, this is by far the dumbest thing I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, it is. It definitely is. It definitely is. And he went back to his car for a few minutes. And I, to this day, I have no idea why. He walked back up to the window, and he goes, Mr. Gethard, get home safe, and hands me my license and just <laughs> let me go. It was almost like he respected a criminal mastermind. I couldn't decide if he like thought it took balls or if he knew, because it was a state trooper. This was not a local cop. This right. was a New Jersey state trooper. Like They fucking yeah. shoot people. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, you the never J- hear the about Jersey the Jersey ones are tough. Yeah. You don't I hear about that, Jersey that state cops. That story is just like the benefit of being white. That entire I mean, story, like, like, like white well, nerdy looking. There's also you know? a part of me that feels like he was probably like, I'm going to destroy this guy's life. Like, I'm going to destroy his life. Yeah, at first he was thinking that. And then he had like a said to I had some, at one point I said to him, I was like, I'm going to lose my license and that means I'll lose my job and it'll really, like I said something along those lines to him and the best I can figure is that he was like, this is not worth yeah. wrecking this That's guy. Really the nice thing I wonder guy. is this, like he never, he don't they need the sirens to pull you over? Maybe it was also a move where it was like, you could have been like, you could have, a lawyer could have came up with a thing for you. It was like, I, yeah. ha- I had to go to the bathroom so bad. I was like, I had a pain in my side. I was racing off to go pee or whatever it was. And then they can't do anything because they never, he, he, he never, never tried t- to pull you That's over. The, the only other thing I can think of is maybe he was a state cop, but maybe since he was on highway patrol, he wasn't supposed to get off on that exit. That's like, another thing. Yeah, dr- I've no wondered jurisdiction. for years. Yeah. This is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe he's just disappointed 10, you weren't a black ago. guy. It's just like, oh, come on, really? Yeah, it could right. be that as I well. I think that, that was it. I though this Long is the dumbest thing that I was I was driving. I was <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. Uh, I, I was in uh, Jersey Shore in LBI, Long Beach Island, and uh, I was with my friend Smoky Smoky, which she was our pothead friend. <laughs> and his name, his nickname was Pimpin' John because he would sell Cinemax porn Wait, to that middle Smilky schoolers. Smoky wasn't his nickname. Smoky was his nickname, but then we call him Smoky because he would smoke pot. And so then he much. had other nicknames on top of that. No, uh, po- oh yeah, Pimpin' John. Uh, <laughs> Pimpin' John. Yeah, because he would sell. He would sell. First, he sold Pez to middle schoolers, and then he sold Cinemax porns. Uh, and they would call That's up pimpin'. his house going, hey, is Pimpin' John there? And he goes, Matthew! <laughs> they want John! <laughs> Whoever this John is! <laughs> uh, so we were uh, we were smoke- we were taking like bong rips on the shore and we had like coarse lights that we stole from my dad. <laughs> and uh, I had uh, got in the car. And I wasn't really drunk, but I was like super stoned. And... Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you've been to LBI, but there are like checkpoints everywhere. There's just, everybody's boozing. Everybody's boozing, and it's just a good way to make revenue. And uh, you know, people get killed. Uh, and I and you know, I went uh, and I was like, I took a turn. I was like making sure that I was like going the speed limit and everything. I'm going down. And all of a sudden, a siren pulls me over. I'm like, oh fuck! My friend's bong is literally between his legs, like it's a fucking um, <laughs> sitar, you know. <laughs> and uh, the cop pulls over. And then he goes, uh, what are you doing? And I'm like, what do you mean, sir? I was going to speak. He goes, you're going the wrong way down a one-way street. <laughs> and I realized that I've been going one way. And I go, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. I got my license. I'm so I do this thing. And I pretend to almost cry like a bitch. And then he goes, all right, all right. <laughs> That's a girl move. All right, you know that what? is a girl why move. Don't, why don't you, you know, Even Chris had that story. He didn't cry. And I was so stoned that I just kept going down the wrong way on <laughs> a one-way. And oh. then two bike cops came. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. And then I turned around and went the right way. <laughs> <laughs> and then my friend and Pimpin' John in the back's just going, 
you dumb motherfucker, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like, be cool, what the fuck are you doing, man? You know, <laughs> you suck at this. Yeah, you suck at they, this. Those areas always have that. Like, we, I went to Ocean City, Maryland once, and we got arrested for drinking beers on the beach. After oh, that's a so certain, stupid. It was so stupid. And, uh, you got arrested? You got, like, took to the Yeah, we were, I was in jail for, like, 11 hours. Really? Yeah. Oh and I was in God. jail with a guy who had a long beard, and the only reason he had it was so he could stick joints in his beard. He would hide, <laughs> uh, he'd hide joints. But he was like, and then I was like, and then I'm like, he's like, what are you in here for? I'm like, ah, I, was, I was drinking with my friends on the beach. And the thing about it was, it was like, it was like, I think it was like rent the cops that did it. It wasn't like the, re- it was like auxiliary yeah, yeah, cops yeah. that arrested us. And my, f- my friend Tom is always tries to be like, I don't know why, we're all getting arrested. I was pissed that we were getting arrested for drinking beers. It was, really? I was, I, I was old enough to know that was stupid. Like in New York, yeah. they would have given you a ticket maybe. Yeah. So they're leading us off the beach and I'm pissed. I'm not saying a word. My friend Tom is, has, he's handcuffs behind his back. The cop's leading him off the beach and he's like, yeah, he's talking to the cop going, yeah, so we figured we'd come down here to Ocean City, Maryland, try to check it out, see what's going on. I'm like, you fucking idiot, shut up. What are you <laughs> doing? And the, the cops are looking at each other like, what the fuck is this kid talking about? <laughs> and then they sit us, uh, sit us down and they arrest us. They bring us to the station. And uh, it was pretty awful. But the guy I was in the my cell with, he was there because he like threatened to kill the guy his wife was cheating on him with. Like, 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 like yeah. Uh, like you guys shouldn't be in the same <laughs> no, cell. There's, there's, no, there's, a, there's a difference there. Yeah. yeah. I drank beers on the beach. He pulled a gun out in the middle of the street and tried to like shoot this dude. That anybody, the guy was a nice guy. But I guess yeah. Don't fuck his wife. But he was a yeah. nice. Well, I think that's a, nice a good guy. rule of thumb for yeah. anybody. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. But that, and then so it was pretty awful. And uh, it was just for drinking beers on the beach. Jesus and that's Christ. because that's how those towns are. Like a lot of them are in Jersey and Maryland and, and, and shit like yeah. that, you know? Um, what, uh, what else you got, Chris? You got to get some good ones. Let's see. What else do I got? I mean, you just reminded me. Like, as far as, like, getting chased by cops, I remember once I, my, one of my best friends from high school, he also went to Rutgers, and he was, like, this dude. He was such a pothead, and he yep. was, like, a dealer, but he was known, like, when the big dealer, like when basically when the distributors would come to town, he was one of the like five or six dudes they'd visit to see like where do we need to go to distribute our shit to the point where there's I'm, I went to his house. Was one it time. just pot or was it coke? Or? I mean, he fucked around with like pills too, yeah. Not, uh, coke to a degree, but uh, he only dealt pot. And I remember once going to his house and there was this hippie there who was like, "Do you need any weed?" And I was like, "No, I'm good." And he's like, "You sure? It's good stuff." And he had on one of those giant hiking backpacks. Yeah. And he opened it up and pulled out a bag oh that was the same size and shape as the hiking bag. <laughs> like, it was, it was crazy it was, yeah, it was like yeah. cartoon weed. Uh, yeah, it was like an insane amount. Insane yeah. amount. That's like the briefcase from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. yeah. And my friend Mike, who is the guy who's like connected with all those guys, he one time was like, hey, I'm selling to this frat house. Do you want to come and uh, go to this frat party? And like, I wasn't really attending many frat parties at Rutgers. And I was like, yeah, I'll go. And I remember that we went. And it was like girls everywhere. They had a big fucking ice luge. Everyone was drinking whiskey out of. Oh, it was awesome. like this crazy fucking party. And it was clearly like debauchery was on the way. And I was like, all right. And then we both had a bunch of weed that we I was helping him to carry. And cops kicked down the fucking door. And I was like, oh no, am I about to get arrested? This is like the only time I've ever even helped him. And we he basically grabbed me. We sprinted up to the top floor of this frat house, and he was just trying to open every door. And we found a door that was open, and he kicked it open, and some dude was in there with a girl. And he was like, shut, you shut the fuck up. You don't say a fucking word. Oh and we just, stood in this room hoping the cops wouldn't come up that many floors. And he just stood over the guy. He was like, you don't say a fucking word. You keep your fucking mouth shut. Like, were they naked or no? They were, like, hooking up. They weren't naked, but they were... Oh, and you were with him. The, yeah, you were with him and just I, I'm there. like behind my friend, like, yeah, shut up. Keep your mouth shut. Oh no, no. Oh no. my god. That so how funny. did it end up? 
The cops didn't come up. We heard them like, we heard everything quieting down, and we were like, oh, thank God. It'd be funny if they came up, it was that same trooper that pulled you over. Oh, dude, it would have been bad. (laughs) Probably the other, the story that I tell the most as far as like, dumb, because I've done a lot of dumb shit, but probably like the biggest one was like, when I got to college, I was—I mean, I, it was the first time that I was really like dealing. I, I like—I look back and I, I realized in high school I had started getting depressed and like didn't know what it was. Just right. thought that's how it was. That's, I thought that's how everybody was. And uh, freshman year at Rutgers, I got to a point where I would just sit on my computer all day, just like on yeah. the instant messenger program. I didn't want to deal with anybody in real life, so I would just be on my computer. And my name on there was Framski. That was my handle, and I used to even I used to I am the kid who lived across the floor from me. He lived like I would open my door and be able to see him <laughs> oh, in his room, so and we I am each other about how we both were depressed and had no friends and shit. And I was well, like, at least you had that, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. why didn't we just hang out and yeah, realize, exactly. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was one day where I was sitting on there, and I got this message from a guy who went to Princeton. This like friend of a friend, Rutgers and Princeton are like thirty minutes apart. This guy Rob from Princeton, he just he goes, Chris, uh, watch out, and I go, why? And um, before. I can, before you can tell me, I get like 30 random messages from all these people, and then they all start clicking the warn button, which on IM back in the day, like, there weren't really rules, but yeah, if you were you being an asshole, somebody could warn you, and if you got enough warnings, it would kick you off the system. Right. So all of a sudden, within like two minutes, I was just gone. I was just not allowed on the computer, and that was like my whole thing. That was like my lifeline, and all of a so sudden, weird. it was cut off, and I was like... <gasps> And it well, just you like, got hit by a bomb, one of those bombs. It was like, just, I, yeah. yeah, this guy called. I called this guy from uh, Princeton. I tracked down his number through our mutual friends. I was like, what was that? He's like, this guy on my floor, he thinks it's really funny. It's called I Am Bombing. And I was like, that's fucking stupid, man. Like, what's the guy's name? What's his deal? He goes, his name's Amr. He's a nice guy. I was like, Amr. That's like... That's like a real fucking pretentious name, right? He's already goes to Princeton. His name's Amr. He's like, why is he messing with me? He's like, he just came and like got. He started writing down names off my computer. I didn't realize what he was up to. I've been trying to warn everybody. Blah blah blah. This whole thing. I'm like, keep telling me. He's like, he's really actually a nice guy. He's from Toronto. And I was like, fuck this guy. Like, <laughs> as soon as I heard that, I was like, fuck this. Kill this guy. Yeah. So I opened my door, and that guy Andy, who I used to I am with, was sitting in his yeah. room. I was like, and he had a car. I was like, Andy. He's like, what's up? I'm like, you want to go beat up a kid from Princeton? <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, I do. Like, instantaneously. So. This is actually the original plot of the social network. <laughs> yeah, it is. He just said, "Yeah, I do." Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. right off the bat, yeah, I've been doing much. That is, yeah, that's what happens with the social network. Is at Rutgers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's so a twenty-minute movie. Me, Andy, and our friend Jeff, we all dressed up. We put on all black. We drove down to Princeton. <laughs> this guy Rob, he, I said, "What dorm do you live in?" And he told me, he's like, ah, "I don't think I'm gonna be home tonight." I was like, "That's for the best." <laughs> and, uh, you became a badass. Yeah, dude. Shut I mean, I have a lot of anger I have a lot yeah. of anger yeah. and this kid brought it out I mean it, like it wasn't even like a big deal but I was already I already felt so shitty to have <laughs> yeah. that last yeah, yeah. thing taken away yeah, from yeah, me yeah, yeah, I remember right. an old story now this is great and then I, we drove down there it's a long story but we basically we parked on one end of the campus had to run across the other we're in all black like assholes yeah nobody really addressed us <laughs> we get to the door and we're banging yeah, on the door there's a Rutgers kids it was yeah we were banging on the door banging on the door uh, somebody finally opens it for us in the lobby of this dorm, there were a bunch of kids in sweaters singing Christmas carols around a grand <laughs> piano. There's a fucking grand piano in the dorm. And all I could think about was like how shitty Rutgers were, like state school construction everywhere, like so shitty. Mm-hmm. I'm like, these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we show up, we're like dirt bags. They're all like singing fucking Christmas carols, man. That's nuts, right? So we run past them, nobody stops us. 
<laughs> we get to the stairway that leads up to the floor we need to go to. Yeah, that door's locked. It's so great. Knocking on another door. Finally, this kid opens the door. He's like, what do you want? Why are you banging on the door? I'm like, we're Rob's friends from Rutgers. Uh, we, he said we should wait for him here. And he goes, fine, you can wait with me. My name's Amr. And uh, I was like, mother, like locked in on him, you know, like a predator. <laughs> and he didn't know. Like, he just knew the word Framsky. He didn't know that I went to Rutgers, anything. He didn't know anything about that name. It was just <laughs> random to him. So he's, uh, he's, he was clearly, like, kind of pissy that he had to babysit us. And he goes, um, there's some kids drinking down the hall. Maybe we can go drink with them. And I was like, all right, man. And he brings us to this room, and it's huge, this huge dorm room. And there's these kids, and they all, all got their back, their backs to us. He kind of announces us. He's like, these are Rob's friends from Rutgers. And this girl doesn't turn around. She goes, oh, I thought something smelled funny in here all of a sudden. Just immediately starts shitting oh, on us for being from the state school. asshole. And he's like, Amr's like, maybe we should get out of here. I was like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, what makes you think that, Amr? Like, clearly we're not wanted. So he brings us back to his room. And punch that girl. I know. I mean, <laughs> I wanted to. So he brings us back to his room. He sits at his desk with his back to us, and there's like a couch. There's other chairs. He goes, you guys can have a seat on the floor. He was just like being shitty to us. So he sits down at his desk. He says that. He goes, you guys can have a seat at the floor. And it's just the four of us in the room, me, my two friends, and this kid in the room. And he goes, he goes you guys can have a seat on the floor. And I go, actually, Amr, I'm going to sit wherever the fuck I want, man. <laughs> and he kind of like turned around and looked at me, and it was the first time that it kind of registered to him. Like, you don't, like, he kind of looked at us and was like, saw the all black and was like, Whoa. Why are you guys dressed like, like Yeah, that? he had like the look on his face of like, wait, you're in my house and I don't know who you are. Yeah. Why did you just say that? And he goes, um, I don't think I even asked you your name. And I was like, you didn't. My name's Framsky, motherfucker. <laughs> like went white. He went like white as a sheep. And he got he got super, super scared. And then he kinda composed himself. He kinda like tried to hold it together. And he started trying to he almost was acting like like a fucking James Bond villain. Like he was like, and your friends. What are their names too? <laughs> like he, he started trying to like act tough like that. So he goes, your friends, what are their names? And I go, their name is Framsky too, you son of a bitch. <laughs> We're all and I just went nuts. I started yelling. I was like, don't you ever fuck with me again, you fucking, like, ass, blah, blah, blah. And I'm getting his face. He stands up, and he's like, you need to leave. You need to leave right now. And then I said, I'm, like, not, like, I lost it. And I'm not really proud that I lost it, but I said, I probably said the, probably the coolest thing I've ever said. He's like, you need to leave. You need to leave. And I started grinning, and I go, I'm in your fucking house, Amr. I'm in your fucking house. Like, it dawned on me that that was, like, and he was, like, so scared. And I was, like, you don't even know who I am. You don't even know my name, and I'm in your fucking house. And I started, like, putting my arms up like this, like, getting in his face, like, I'm in your fucking house. And he started crying. And I was, like, those are my tears, Amr. Like, so not, and I always look back. Like, the line I always use when I tell this story on stage is, like, I was, like, only, I was only at a place like Princeton could a guy like me be the bully. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so not used to that. I was, like, you don't ever fuck with me again. And then he pushed me at one point. He's, like, you need to leave. You need to leave. And I'm, like, I'm in your house. I'm in your house. And he pushes me. And he's, like, get out of here. Go. And as soon as he pushed me, I turned around to my friend Jeff. And I go, Framsky, lock the door. <laughs> and without hesitation, my friend Jeff goes, we need to go right now. Like, and I looked, and him and Andy were watching the whole thing. Just like, <laughs> sh like shocked. They, they were just scared. Yeah. Like, they were just watching me go they've fucking never real. crazy. You, they've never seen you like this. No, no. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. few Who people acts have. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like getting in this guy's face, making him cry. Like, <laughs> I'm in your fucking house. <laughs> my, friend, my friend Jeff, I told this story on stage for years and completely forgot. My friend Jeff once came to my show. He's like, why didn't you tell it? Why didn't you talk about it? 
how you brought the cane. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you brought this fucking cane from Italy. <laughs> You're like, yeah, so you could beat him with the cane. It was like waving this cane around in his face. And we got out of there. We ran away and ran back to Andy's car and went back to Rutgers. And we actually, we stayed up all night together. We like, were waiting for the cops to come. We figured, like, let's just stay together because they're on their way, but they never came. And then probably it was, it was about two years later, I had to go back to Princeton for something not related to this at all. And I was still friends with that guy, Rob. I had actually gotten to know him a little better, that like friend of a friend from the beginning of the story. And I called him up. And the one from Princeton. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, he, I told him I was coming to town. He's like, oh, let's get lunch. So I'm, I'm walking with him and we're walking across campus. And he's like, do you remember Amr? And I'm like, yeah, man, I'll, I will never forget Amr. Like, there's no way I'll ever forget him. <laughs> and he grins. And I'm like, what? And he's like, he actually lives in that dorm right now. And I was like, all right, whatever. And he's still grinning. He's like, he, he actually, he lives on the ground floor right on the corner. Like, that's his room. And I was like, all right, all right, all right. Hold on, hold on. So I run over to the door, and it was late spring at this point, so it's really <laughs> warm. So it was just a screen. So I jimmy open the screen, and I prop myself up and stick my head in his dorm. And he's in there? He's in there. He's sound asleep. He's in his underwear. He's got an oscillating fan on him. And he's just got tidy whities on. He's sound asleep. And I go, Amr, Amr. And he wakes up and he kind of like wipes his eyes and reaches for his glasses. And it's two full years later, which is why I was so psyched that he immediately goes, Fremsky? And I was like, <laughs> I'm watching you. Amr, I'm watching you. Be good, Amr. You be good. Just started yelling and then ran away. And then I've never oh, seen him since. That is the best Thanks, story man. that we've heard on my dumb friend. That is and amazing. That really I, fa- I looked him up on Facebook last year, yeah. and he's a fucking investment banker in London, and he has a super hot girlfriend. <laughs> so you he gotta won. buy a plane ticket. He won. Yeah. I tried to friend him. He re- he he ignored it. He turned down my friend request. Dude, gotta, of course he did. We gotta find where he is. <laughs> I wanted to like do a bit. I wanted to like do something where I talk to him like. Yeah. On video or something, like told that story, have got like a, his like a perspective of, on it, of and just have him come and yeah, you, and yeah, you, yeah. he doesn't want that. See what he remembers. See if like there's any parts that in my mind I'm like that's exaggerating or whatever. Yeah. But he was not into it at all. That is so great, that's funny. dude. Honor. That's the best story ever. I think that's a good it was place. pretty dumb. That uh, was like I really flew off the handle and <laughs> lost my mind for a night. Yeah, just had a few <laughs> nights like that. Oh, that's amazing. Do we have time for one more, Marcus? Or? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, we're about forty minutes in. All right. Well, do you have we have one other one? Yeah. I mean, if you want to hear about the absolute most humiliating. Thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's Absolutely. An, there's another one from my book. Another thing, too, is if, if anybody does ha- has read or happens to want to read my book from this, yeah. there's a lot of names that have been changed and some identifying details compared between the book and these stories. Mm-hmm. These stories are all the real names and details. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did a really terrible yeah. job protecting <laughs> the, the book. People. And the book is called, what's it called again? A it's Bad called. Idea I'm About to Do. The yeah. lawyers for the publishing company made me change all the names, but every time I've ever told the story <laughs> to the public, still, I just ignored all that. These are all the real names. But this was... Again, Rutgers, when I kind of lost it. And I, I mean, I feel like I feel like all these stories are ancient now that I hear myself telling them. But also yeah. I feel like in the time since then, sort of like all my creative shit, like, because yeah. I, I think I, like I'm you also known for doing stories. like weird bullshit on stage. And I think a lot of that is me taking this part of my personality towards something creative and positive. Yeah, but yeah. Back then I did not have a handle on it. So grew up and I, I just love, I was like obsessed with pro wrestling. Me and my brother both obsessed. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah totally. All love about it. it. Love it. The only time I ever broke a bone in my life, I broke my shoulder wrestling with my brother on our front lawn. Yeah. And my mom did it. It was on Super Bowl Sunday. My mom, she, you know, so, like, such a, like, I grew up in an Irish Catholic neighborhood. My mom comes out. I'm screaming. She's like, what are you being a fucking baby for? I'm like, I broke my shoulder. I broke my shoulder. She's like, you did not. Get inside. <laughs> Go inside. It was like, not through the skin, but you could <laughs> see. Yeah, you could yeah, see yeah, that yeah. it was broken. Yeah, I'm like, mom, look, it's broken. Yeah. It's broken. She's like, it is not. You're a baby. And then that night, we were watching the Super Bowl at a, a family friend's house. And me and my brother got in another fight. 
and I could only, I was just swinging with the right, and my parents were like, he can't swing with the left, he must really be hurt, and that's why they took me to the hospital. No joke. Later. Like, nine, ten hours later, <laughs> they let me well, go. Well, you were going to ruin their Super Bowl Sunday. I know. It, but, so, obsessed with wrestling is my point. I'm sidetracked. So, grew up, all I wanted to be was a pro wrestler, me and my brother both, but, like, we look like this. My brother's even nerdier than I am, you know? Yeah. So that, like, dream died, so... Freshman at Rutgers, and I get this phone call one day from this guy, Eddie. And Eddie grew up in our town. He grew up across town. He was, like, the other kid who loved wrestling. They were, like, me and my brother and a couple of our friends and then this other gang who, like, went to different schools, but we all knew them. Oh, like, whenever we run into each other, we're, like, we can exchange tapes. We can talk about this and that. This guy, Eddie, calls me up, and he goes, um, did you hear that I took pro wrestling classes at Gino Caruso's wrestling school? And I was, like, yeah, I heard that through the grapevine. He's, like, I was really bad. I was really bad. But I made a bunch of connections, and I was like, okay. And he goes, I don't know. I hadn't talked to this guy in like a year or two. He goes, <laughs> one of the connections I made was with an agoraphobic man named Carmine. It's like, like he can't, he does, yeah. he can't, he's scared to leave his house. He's like, he's yeah. scared of everything. Like he can't even see sunlight. Yeah. But he's got a lot of money. He loves wrestling. He owns his own pro wrestling league, and he just hired me to be the talent booker. He has me running as Stars and Stripes Championship Wrestling. <laughs> We're doing an event next weekend at Seton Hall University. That's awesome. And um, he's like, I, I always thought you were funny. Like, I was in school plays with his sister and shit. Right, so he really doesn't even, he's like reaching for anybody. anybody. He has no idea that and, you have any, yeah. that you're really good at all. He has no, no idea I mean, anybody. nothing. He goes, and yeah. I thought, he's like, I thought it would be funny if you came, if you wanted to be a manager in the league for one night. Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, yeah, yeah, of course, yes. Yeah. And this, like, flew my father, anytime my, he wouldn't let my brother and I watch wrestling. We'd say we want to be wrestlers, but like, it's dumb, it's bullshit, whatever. So in my mind, I'm like, yes, I finally get to do it. I'll prove my father wrong, you know, all this shit. <laughs> and um, he's like, think of a character. I'll call you back tomorrow with Carmine on the line. Pitch your character to us. So I had a top hat that I had worn to my junior prom. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? Had that cane that I mentioned. My friend Andy, who lived across the hall, had this like uh, Hefner-style smoking jacket. So I grabbed that, and my friend... Um, John, who lived down the hall, was another wrestling fan. He made this shirt, and he just wrote white magic across it. So they call back the next day, and it's this guy on the line, and Eddie's, like, doing most of the talking initially. He's like, yeah, Chris and Carmine, you're here, blah, blah, blah. And Carmine finally speaks up, and he's like, hey, it's uh, really nice to talk to you. Eddie's told me a lot about you. Like, he was, like, scared, creep, total creep. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, thank you for the opportunity. I hope it works out. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie says, you're a funny guy, so uh, what's your character? And I was like, well, I thought of this thing. Uh, I want to be a pimp called White Magic, and I'll like, I'll act like I'm a pimp, and that like I'll insult everybody. I'll tell everybody that I'm like sleeping with their daughters, and I recruit their daughters to be my host. And Carmine's like, yeah, he's uh, he told me what you look like. I didn't see how that could be funny. Like you're a little guy, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I mean, at that point, I was 18. I, w- yeah. I must have weighed like 110 right, pounds, right, yeah. right. big glasses, ball haircut. And he's like, okay, okay, let's do some role playing. He's like, white magic. Why do you think you can come around these parts? And I'm like, white magic goes where he pleases, man. White magic has hoes and all the zip codes. And he starts <laughs> saying like all this dumb pimp yeah. shit. And he's like, you think you can come here and insult our women? I'm like, white magic, he's going to sleep with your daughter, your wife, your sister, your daughter's daughter. Just started saying all this crazy shit and got them laughing a little bit. And he's like, all right, all right, you're hired. So just like that, over the fucking so phone, awesome. I got hired to be a manager in this wrestling league. So I would be man. I was told I'm going to manage this guy, Vicious Vin. It was his first match ever at a wrestling school. Eddie had met him in the wrestling school. Yeah, big guy, <laughs> big, uh, like very heavy guy, not yeah. muscular, heavy, like big heavy guy. And he was going to be wrestling this guy, Flash Wheeler, who was this <laughs> black guy, local wrestler, like had been around a lot. I'd seen him in at local yeah. shows and stuff, like experienced. So I was like, all right, sounds good. So 
show up the next weekend, Seton Hall University, which is like a town away from where I grew up. My brother goes, my girlfriend at the time goes, I think John, who made me the outfit, and his girlfriend went, like very few people there. And then Eddie, a few friends from home. And I go in the back, and it's like a shitty little local wrestling league, but this was like 98, 99 when wrestling was huge. huge yeah. So on the card, there's people there, dude. Like Marty Janetti from the Rockers was there. Oh, yeah. Skull Von Crush from ECW. Oh, Low wow. key. That's crazy. Um, the Iron Sheik and King Kong <laughs> Bundy. You met Iron Sheik. Dude, King Iron Kong Sheik Bundy was there. Iron was Sheik he all showed up? up in those boots, those crazy boots. <laughs> yeah. he wears with the <laughs> was he all fucked up? Acting like a maniac. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like, know if what he's was not he just, just as soon as he showed up, he didn't wrestle. He had these two hammers that he would swing. He's <laughs> hammers, and he just showed up with them. And his hands was like, <laughs> like ranting and raving. King Kong Bundy was there. King Kong Bundy, I hear, is like a really. I met him once. He's a really nice guy. He was real quiet. He was like real, real. He's quiet. like a smart guy and a funny yeah. guy. So. Kind of like was in the corner. Nobody's talking to me. Get my outfit on. Meet Vicious Vin. And then Eddie calls us over. Me, Vin, and Flash Wheeler. And oh, he's this like, is so much fun, man. Dude, this is like my dream. He goes, so we're building this storyline where we need Vin to win. He's going to be part of this stable. And um, we need him to win his match, but it's the first match. Nobody's going to believe that he can beat Flash. Flash is in better shape. He's more experienced. So what we're thinking is, Chris, Flash will give you a signal, and you'll jump up on the ring apron and hit Flash with your cane. And I had not been expecting that. I was told, like, you come, you mess with the crowd, and, like, do that. So all of a sudden, I was like, I wanted to be a team player. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, uh, all right. And they were trying to convince me to, like, get moves done to me and stuff. And I was like, I really, come on, like, uh, we didn't even talk about this. He's like, well, you at least hit him then. So Eddie walks away, and Flesh turns around to me immediately, and he goes, I don't know who you are. I don't know why you're here. You haven't trained for this. You don't know what you're doing. If you hit me with that thing wrong and you hurt me, I'm going to fuck you up. Just like that. Holy shit. Out of nowhere. This big pro wrestler. Out of nowhere. So I'm like, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, goes, this is the signal, and just does this with his finger. And I was like, okay. And then he walks away. I'm like, that's it? Like, that's all we're going to talk about. So how do you hit him? I didn't know. It was never discussed, dude. No joke. And maybe two minutes later. assholes. Crazy, like, power play. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Like, I get it. He's right. But also then explain to me what you want. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, like, shitting my pants. I get pushed out there. Deer in headlights. All these people see me. But to my credit. So you're not doing your character? I mean, I walk out initially and I'm just like frozen. And then all these people see my outfit and just start booing me. And in my head, I just start laughing. I'm like, holy shit, it's working. And people are yelling at me. And I start strutting around, finding my confidence, yelling back. One guy yells at He's like, you fucking blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, man, why don't you shut up before I hit you in front of your daughters? And the whole crowd's like, oh. Another guy was like, another guy goes, uh, he's like, to be a pimp, don't you have to talk to a girl? And I was like, really? Don't make me come over there and slap those last two hairs off your bald ass head. And the crowd really did hate me. Like, between the outfit and the way I looked and that I was kind of quick with that. Wrestling fans, a lot of them yeah. are just dumb as shit. Like, I'm really not saying those are genius yeah. comebacks, but yeah, just yeah, the fact yeah. that they came instantly, the crowd was yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, like they yeah, liked yeah. messing and with the me. confidence behind yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So the match starts, and they all stop paying attention to me, and it's going, and it's terrible. <laughs> Vicious Vin is like nervous, it's his first match, and I noticed every time he fucks up a move, Flash like starts really hitting him, like punishing him. He's got big fucking red handprints all over himself, yeah. and I'm like, oh my God, dude, this guy's serious. Like, all yeah. I could think about was him saying he's gonna fuck me up if I mess up. So at one point, Vin Irish whips him across the ropes, and as he comes back, he gives me the signal. And I look at him, and he's running, looking right at me, and I just completely freeze. I just completely, I'm looking at it, I just couldn't do it. So he runs away, he bounces off the ropes, goes all the way back across the ring, and then starts coming at me again, and I realize he has now sold it where it looks like one Irish whip from Vicious Vin 
now looks like it made him run three times in its entirety across oh, the ring and it's coming back Jesus and I'm like Christ. he's looking like an asshole he's looking an asshole and now he's like really giving it to me so I'm like do it 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 psyching myself up I jump up on the edge of the ring with my cane and I raise my cane to hit him and he gets up to me and I honestly hit him like 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 that like Tinkerbell <laughs> like like, like, like a tap, I, like, like a light I, tap. Like I tapped him like a... Like a baby tap. Like an orchestra conductor starting the orchestra. It was like tap, tap, tap. And he just kind of rolled his eyes and then fell down. It was like, ah, and like sold it. And the whole crowd just started, like, stopped focusing on the match. It was like, you fucking suck. Like, making fun of me, but not playful anymore. Like, Dang, like, you just fucked up. People throwing shit at me. I fucked up so bad. He's rolling around like it really hurt him. For a second, I'm like, maybe they'll think it's like magic. Can't know. Like, hate it <laughs> so bad. And uh, so then Vin pins him. The crowd's booing. They hate it. And I go to walk back, and I'm like trying to strut, but they're all like, "Fuck you!" Like <laughs> mocking me. And then I'm trying to make my way out, and everybody's yelling at me. And these kids who are like 13, 14 years old jump over the railing, and one of them grabs my top hat off my head. And whereas like <laughs> 10 minutes before I'd been like doing all these comebacks with the crowd, kid grabs my top hat and in front of everybody, I just go, hey, I need that. And the whole <laughs> crowd starts booing. The kid jumps back into the crowd with my hat and now it's like feeling like a riot around me. And I'd forgotten that because there was cheating, a whole bunch of other wrestlers were gonna come out and like fight Vin and fight this stable and they're gonna have these two teams square off. And I wound up right in the middle of it. And one of the guys grabs my arm and he throws me as hard as he can back towards the dressing room. And definitely hard enough, like he was trying to be like, you fucked up this whole thing. Like the crowd, you lost the crowd bad, it's your fault. He throws me. And the dressing room, I should mention, was not a separate room. They had set up these big, like, uh, you know, like floor to ceiling dividers that you rent, and they hung these curtains between them. So he throws me as hard as he can, and I run into this thing face first, full speed, and it starts to tip. And it goes this way towards the dressing room, comes back out towards the crowd, and then tips and falls over, drags down all these curtains and all the other dividing walls, and standing behind it is uh, 85% naked King Kong Bundy. The wall that I knocked over came maybe two feet away from just crushing King Kong Bundy. And Bundy's standing there like holding his fucking jump and all the other wrestlers are like propping up the walls and I just see King Kong Bundy's furious eyes staring at me as these curtains come back up and I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. So somebody else pushes me back there and I'm like completely shitting my pants. Everybody's yelling at me and Skull Von Crush from ECW, if you remember him, whose gimmick was that he was a Nazi. That was his yeah, bit. That he was a Nazi comes up to me he's like you motherfucker you fucked up you almost killed Bundy I'm like I didn't kill Bundy man like what are you talking about <laughs> and then the next match had started and almost it was like I set off a complete fiasco it was Lowkey who wound up I forget what his name was when he got to WWE but he's really good he wound up slicing his fucking head apart oh. he came back he's bleeding everywhere Skullbound Crush is yelling at me so Bundy goes out for his match, and I'm like, fight. I mean, there's all these wrestlers yelling at me. And then all of a sudden, the fucking fire alarm goes off. And somebody's like, what happened? What happened? And one of the wrestlers is like, Bundy got body slammed. He's so fucking big, he must have shook the foundation and set off the fucking fire alarm. So all the wrestlers run over to look, and I was just like, fuck this. And I grabbed all my shit. And I ran out the back door. There was an emergency exit. I just throw it open and I start running towards my car. And my favorite part is that my brother, who me and him both grew up like getting picked on the same way and shit, he just instinctively knew. As I was halfway to the car, I saw a different emergency exit 
kick open, and he came running out too <laughs> with my top hat. With my top hat. I got it back. We got to the car. I was like, he's like, dude, what the fuck? What the? I was like, I don't know. That fucked up. He's like, he's horrible. He's like, it's horrible. You ruined the whole night. You ruined the whole night. I was like, I know, I know. And then I go, how'd you get my hat, top hat back? And we, we had been both sort of frantic. And I go, how'd you get my hat back? And he stops and he goes, just, they were little kids, man. I just took it. I just, I took it. It was a bunch of little kids. We drove out of there. Oh, and I oh, never, did you ever get a call from the promoter or anything? No, I never. I didn't talk to that kid, Eddie, again until this year. My book came out, and he read that that story was in the book, he and he laughing? contacted me. Yeah, he was laughing about it. Oh yeah. But God. we didn't talk. That was Dude, that is, th- th- thank you so hilarious. much. That was awesome. That was oh, no great. And Thanks Chris, for having anything me. Anything you man. want to uh, plug before we... Uh... Just the Chris Gethard show. I have a public mm-hmm. access TV show. That's like the bad idea I'm in the middle of now, being a working comedian <laughs> who signed up for a public it's access television show. It's super fun. I did show. Night of No Laughs a couple yes, weeks ago. you were just on it. It was great. We have a good time. We just try to do weird events. It's live every Wednesday night, thechrisgethardshow.com. Check it out. That's cool. really about and book, it. And one more time with the book. A Bad Idea I'm About to Do. All three of those stories are, are in it. And you can get it where? Um, you can get it, you know, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all, all right, of cool. them. Yeah, it's Sounds everywhere. Good, man. Thanks so much, Dude, man. thank you yeah, guys thank so much. You were Super awesome. fun. Thank Sorry you so I yapped so much. No, no, no that, was that was great. That's what we wanted. Thank you. Awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right, bye-bye.